Welcome to On With Origins. I'm your host, Frank Diekman, Cooperator-in-Chief for CUToday.info. During this podcast, we'll be talking with industry leaders to learn more about leveraging technology to meet goals and deliver meaningful results. Thanks for joining us, and we hope you enjoy. Our guest today is Daryl Jones, Senior Director with Cornerstone Advisors, who's going to be talking to us about better lending performance through point of sale. First, welcome, Daryl, for uh, and thank you for joining us. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. You know, when I think about this whole issue of point of sale, Daryl, it occurs to me that the point has really moved and that there are multiple points in point of sale. Um, can you address that a little bit? Uh, you know, what has changed in, in terms of point of sale, how you think of it, uh, how it has changed in financial services, um, and, and kind of respond to that? Yeah, I, I think it's one area that there has certainly been a lot of change. And I, I think it's interesting because I I think the kind of turning point for that personally was kind of going back to the rocket mortgage commercials, um, specifically the one back on the Super Bowl a few years ago. And it, it just seems like from that point forward, like um, things relative to um, online applications and what borrowers should see and experience just kind of kind of pivoted from the um, board level down throughout our, our credit union space. But um, it, it is interesting because I, I do think it's, it's you know, partially for the better um, and the fact that I think it made a lot of credit unions start to um, think about what that online experience should look like and focus more on that. Um, I, I think the downside of that is that I think that when we go out and talk to a lot of lenders about, you know, what what digital should look like, I think a lot of people get hung up on digital is the online application. Um, we we keep trying to go out and talk to our clients, and I I keep saying it. And I hope it catches on soon, but I, I would like to pivot away from digital and and people thinking that's the online app to thinking that it is, you know, automation and engagement. Because I mean that's that's really what it's about. Is if we're looking at what do we want digital to be start to finish? Like it should just be fully engaging staff. It should be engaging the borrower and it should be providing automation that we need to support our processes start to finish. So I, I think that's kind of the drawback to it is that um, too many people think of just the the online application piece of it when they think of digital or when they think of, of POS and it, it really should, should go beyond that. Um, and and I mean, candidly, it, it even gets into the kind of the efficiency side of things, um, just in terms of how we interact with the borrower and gather data and have have automation and integrations built built into the whole process. I'm curious in that process, um, how much of the expectations that that you reference in digital is driven by generational changes and differences? Probably a day doesn't go by when I don't see. A, a press release that breaks everything out by generation and different opinions. How do you view that? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it does for sure. And I, I know that, you know, the younger demographics for sure, they have um, more digital expectations. But I, I think what we run into the most with clients is that kind of that that phrase of meet them where they're at, because not every borrower that's going to come through is going to go through a digital channel necessarily. Not everybody will do an online application or where 
any given borrower may get stuck and need help could could vary significantly. So I, I think that when we talk to lenders and when we're working with them is that, you know, when they're designing their processes, they need to make sure that it's set up in a ways to where regardless of generation, it allows them to engage with the borrower where they need to. But yeah, I mean, for sure, the, the younger demographics, you know, they, they expect everything to be at their fingertip, um, online, mobile, you name it. Um, but when they do get stuck, they, they sure better have an out and, and, and know where they need to go. Another phrase we hear so often is this digital transformation journey. But financial institutions, and Cornerstone sees a lot of those different types, are all at different points in this journey. Um, how do the challenges differ depending on where an institution may be in that journey? And, and what are some of the lessons that might you might be able to share for those who are new to it? Yeah, and I have some numbers I can go over in a few minutes if, if that makes sense. But I, I think that, um, you know, part of it comes back to if, if we're talking about kind of where we see different lenders and credit unions on their entire digital journey um, and challenges that we see, I, I think part of it goes back to design expectations, candidly. And I, I think that we see organizations that they, they view the POS and, and say, you know, we think that by having the best point of sale by line of business is providing the optimal experience to our member, right? So if we put a mortgage POS in, in front of the mortgage LOS, like it was built for that. It should, it should be the best thing to work for that. Or if it's a student loan, it's a POS built for that, right? Uh, so that's that's one strategy. We work with other execs and other other lenders that think that you know, the borrower and the credit union staff need to have the same experience um, re regardless. Um, and then there's others that think that no matter what this, the, what the system is on the back end, like we need to have the same skin and, and same UI that goes across all of it and not something that's specific to mortgage or specific to, to consumer lending or whatever it is. But the one that's a bit interesting and unique is the the one around thinking that, you know, the borrowers and the staff should have the same user experience. And I, I think in some respects, um, anybody can be right on any of those when, when we go out and, and, and talk to different leaders that are looking at them differently. But it's hard to argue for me that, uh, you know, a, a POS that was designed specifically to do one thing well, like mortgages is, is known for that, right? It, it's hard for them to get beat by somebody that started somewhere else or in a different line of business and is trying to expand into mortgage. Um, but on the flip side, I, I'm not a huge fan or a huge proponent that borrowers and staff need to have the same UI. I think the issue is that staff need to be able to have insight into what the borrower's doing and have transparency because that's the pain point and that's what a lot of people are ultimately trying to solve for and, and by saying we we need to have that same experience so as long as the staff can get what they need um and the, and the borrower's good I, I i i have a hard time with that one because i mean for if we're being real about it, at the end of the day the borrowers um you know they, they shouldn't know whether our view on the back end is the same thing that they're seeing what matters is that they're able to get their question answered and they're able to go through the process and have a good experience. So um, it, it's tricky because I, I, I think a lot of 
uh, POSs kind of have a blind spot on on that piece too, and that's why that's a pain point. Hmm. That's interesting. You know, really, for the borrower, they only have one point of view, which is how is this going for me? Yeah. Um, you mentioned earlier, Daryl, that you had some numbers you might like to share. Do you, do you wish to share those, or what can you tell us that you think is relevant to this? Yeah, there's a there's a few um, from a, a recent digital banking study that we did, and I, I first would point out that. It's a very, very good study, and I can't take any credit for it. We have a great research team here, and they did a really good job on it. Um, but, but some of the data points that I, I noticed in here that I thought were interesting for the conversation is 87% of credit unions that we surveyed cited that they're currently going through a digital transformation strategy. And year over year, we see the in investment in that increasing um, overall. And we track the... Um, digital spend and the metric that we look at there is average digital spend in total per billion dollars in assets. And over the last year, we, we do this study every year. And over the last year, that number more than doubled and is up to $425,000 per billion in assets. Um, so the, the, the ramp up and in, in just investment that we're seeing and really everything digital um, is just continuing to to take off. And a couple of really interesting ones I thought is on, on the deposit account opening side of it, just from a, a standalone POS and deposit solution, when we did the survey last year, less than half of the credit unions who said they intended to deploy the solution actually did. And when we looked at it on the LOS side, we had Last year, 10% said they were currently in the process of replacing their LOS. Another 10% said they planned on switching their LOS in the next year. And 25% said they currently had a plan to replace it. Um, so I'm like, that's 45%. Like half of the market is potentially looking at swapping out their consumer LOS and I mean, that's just that, that's staggering. Well, why is that? Is it is it dissatisfaction or they feel they're lagging? What's the reason? Yeah, I, I think part of it does come back to, I mean, the, the topic of really this podcast around POS. And there's just a dynamic in the market right now between point of sale capabilities with providers that have kind of just been the, the, the engine behind the scenes and capabilities there versus some of the standalones that um, are available out there. And I think that's one thing that a lot of credit unions are just trying to, to, to pull apart and dissect, like, what's that difference and what lift can we get if we use one provider versus another? Um, but I, I think the other part of it, too, is just the, the, the overall field of viable contenders out there from the LOS space has, has narrowed quite a bit in the last few years. Um, so there, there's not as many options and lenders are wanting a lot more automation, as I was talking about before, on the back end of things um, and on the front end point of sale. So you kind of couple all the, those things together. And I just I think there's a lot of gaps with lenders right now. So they're, they're putting it on the table and saying, you know, it, it might be a contract's coming due. So we're going to look or we're just frustrated and we're going to have a look. Um, I think there's different reasons behind it, but I think ultimately it comes down to just from a functionality standpoint, 
um, there, there's things they're not happy about. I, I, I think those are the big ones. You know, it strikes me as you talk about this digital transformation journey around POS, that it's a journey that actually never ends. And then to your point that there, your just point you just made about um, certain uh, functionality that is missing or they feel they don't have, what sort of features and functionalities uh, should credit unions be looking for when they're designing their uh, digital point of sale experience? Yeah, that's a good question. The um, and, and I think that I'll answer it in two ways. One is starting at the top. If we're talking about a digital journey overall, right? Like we are huge proponents, like it should be the entire process. And again, we're not just talking about the front end of it, but I, I've, I tell every client this and have been for years that whatever process you're going to build out and whatever piece of tech you're looking to swap out, like the processes need to be intentionally designed and it needs to be predetermined and whatever you're going to get should be supportive of that and should be built to mimic that design, right? Because there's there's too many times that we go in and we look where the process is so loosely defined and then, you know, <laughs> have situations where lenders just are, where they're surprised when their borrower's unhappy or the process is inefficient, we're overstaffed, right? So I, I think those expectations need to be boiled down to say, what does our process, what are we intending that to look like and have a very predefined design around that so that you can understand what the go get is uh, when you go look at a solution. And, and I think on the functionality side, to answer on, on that piece, I think it's a number of things. I, I don't think there's a silver bullet necessarily that you know, certain lenders um, and, and credit unions are looking for, be it on the deposit side or the, the lending side. But I mean, strong mobile capabilities is always up there. I, I think the, and I hesitate saying customization, but the highly configurable tool, tool set so that, you know, lenders can do the branding that they need to do. They can tweak the application, um, you know, tweak their their workflow and the questions and all of that. Are, are things that everybody wants to uh, to be looking at. Ability to get to the data is another one. Uh, being a very open platform, having good integrations with third parties. I, I think all of those collectively move the needle and are things that a lot of, of credit unions are looking for. The, the, the one that's kind of interesting to me, um, just kind of an inter interesting dynamic is the flexible workflows piece of it, because it, it kind of comes back to strategy with the options that are out there, whether we're talking about the industry leading LOS providers versus some of the standalone third party point of sale providers out in the market. But if you look at what their strategy and approach is relative to how the application journey should look for the borrower, meaning some of them have the design intent that it should be open air, like the the credit union should be able to configure to their heart's content to make it look like what they want it to look like and ask what they want versus other vendors have kind of a closed model to where they're saying we've learned in our system that this is the best workflow and these are the right things to ask. So if you come to us and want us to put a question in there that's, you know, what color is your member's shoes? Like, we're going to tell you no. And that sits well with some credit unions, but it just doesn't sit well with a lot of others. So I, I think that's just a very different design element that comes up a lot when we start looking at differences in POSs and kind of differences in feature functionality that is just one of the things right at the top. 
You mentioned, um, a lot, you shared a lot of information there. And I'm curious, and, and I acknowledge that you said there's no silver bullet, but for thinking of, of workflow more broadly, for a credit union that's listening to this or anyone who's listening to this, is there a spot you recommend or a point that they should start in this journey if they're rethinking it, for instance? Where, where's a good place to begin? I mean, I, I I normally would say we start at, you know, the, the product level um, because we view the process holistically. Um, again, looking at this from a digital perspective, like the, the POS can be the conduit of that from the initial application all the way through the life cycle of that and the conduit back to the borrower um, throughout that process. And the easiest way to chunk that down typically is to say, we're going to break it out by product. So what does that journey look like? And the journey could be for the borrower and an overlay with from a staff experience and what automation do we want to drive? And that experience for everybody um, and the automation and, and build around that is going to be very different if we're talking about what does that look like if we're talking about a checking account? Um, it could be a different journey for a brand new member getting a checking account versus what that might look like for a home equity loan. So I, I think that's the easiest way to, to, to chunk it out. And then there's going to be commonalities in um, preferences and in build and how that should, what, what that experience should look like for everybody involved as you go through those. But, but starting with one of the, the easier products to pick off um, is a starting point. Getting everybody comfortable is, is typically one of the best places to go after that. Uh, that's interesting. A, a final question for a credit union for which uh, better lending performance through POS, for whatever reason, let's say it's not on their radar, um, they have other things they're thinking about, or they've never thought about this. What are the benefits of developing and executing on a, a solid point of sale strategy? Yeah, I think the biggest things for credit unions to contend with right now uh, kind of goes back to that that primary decision I was talking about before between, you know, the, just all of the different providers out there um, relative to the, the point of sale options that are available with, you know, maybe their existing provider today that they're running new accounts through or, or loans through versus the standalones. And I, I think that's a key decision because it, one, it complicates the tech stack. Um, it increases the cost structure base quite a bit if you go with a standalone typically. And I think you have to be able to, as a credit union, quantify what that lift is going to be and what that ROI is going to be, right? And we we see a lot of credit unions where, you know, there's so many that just assume that if we get this POS, it's going to solve a lot of our problems. And I think part of it comes back to design and intent of what you expect it to be able to do. So you, you have to know that going into it, but they just think we get the, this new POS and it's going to take care of everything. But then we hear years later, well, we're paying more than market and we're paying too much. Um, integrations aren't working like we thought they were going to work and it's not passing information back and forth between POS and LOS, but we have a nice online application uh, so I, I would just recommend that, you know, credit unions looking to embark on any digital strategy that that they fully understand the anticipated lift that they're going to get out of that. They need to understand the ROI. And I, I just there's a huge tendency to want to shop for the next best thing out there and not fully utilize 
what what we have already and you know having the rigor around that um, you know should definitely be there and understanding the anticipated benefits as I said but just making sure that ROI is is fully baked out and that the anticipated lift is there because you just you can't buy you know hoping it's going to meet the needs without you know first vetting what those needs are for sure. Well, Daryl Jones of Cornerstone Advisors, you've given us a lot to think about in a rather short amount of time. Uh, thank you for joining us on this On With Origins podcast. Certainly appreciate it. Thank you all for taking this time with us today. Please be sure to view the show notes for important links and information discussed during this episode. And if you haven't had the chance to already, please subscribe to On With Origins through your favorite podcast listening platform to receive notifications and new episode alerts. Have a great rest of your day, and we look forward to having you tune in for our next episode.